Hey, Sean. Yes, Ray. I don't want to start off too morbid, but would you rather be buried or cremated or other? 100% cremated. Cremated? Yeah. Because guess what? Because I'm not, I'm not some kind of pompous asshole. How about that? You think it's pompous <laughs> to get buried? <laughs> I think we're at, a, we're at a point on this planet, and I'm, you know me. I'm no hippie, Ray. No. Am I a hippie? No, but you're not not a hippie. You're what not like, what's mean? anti, what's opposite of hippie? You're not the opposite of a hippie. A square? Yeah, you're not a square. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. I just think you're at the point that if you get buried, yeah, if you get buried, you get buried. But there's not much room left on this planet. It's, we're growing as a people. The population, some people think the population is too much at this point. So if you're taking a spot, a spot with your dead body, it's a little bit pompous. But they decompose, so just a bunch of coffins, probably. But, but the coffin's still there. That doesn't decompose. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm kidding. A lot of people get buried. I don't care. I'm going to get but... buried in a coffin made of styrofoam. <laughs> just a mess. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get buried. I'm just going to have them make one of those giant uh, Coke six-pack holders. <laughs> <laughs> and my family will just all be in one of those, and then our bodies will disintegrate, and then the seagulls will get trapped in that. Just, we'll just drop us in the ocean, and there'll be these giant ones, and then like 50 seagulls at once. I'll just get <laughs> just each each member of your family kills like 17 seals. <laughs> if we gotta go, we're taking out the seagulls. That's that's actually what I do is I go through people's recycling and I tape those six pack holders back together. <laughs> <laughs> I put duct tape around it when you can't sleep. Yeah, <laughs> you just get up one night. That's, That's funny. Do. That'd be funny if, like, because in Queens and in the city, you'll see there's people like there's full on. It's a good little enterprise. You work for yourself, I guess. I don't think it's homeless people. I think it's people that because they'll be driving around like an SUV. Have you seen this? I don't no. want to change topics. No, but really quickly, there's this woman that does it around here. She's in her SUV. She comes up. She parks. She does three houses, drives up, parks, does three houses, grabs all the recycling, all the cans oh, out I've of it. I've seen that. And then just puts them in the back of her truck and probably and goes and recycles and probably makes... If she's doing in a car, the thing I wonder is this. There's some people that do it on foot I've seen here. Yeah, I've seen, seen foot. I've seen that with like that old lady cart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, cremation would be the way I would go because I like the idea of it. Also, maybe because I'm a big Lebowski fan. And he does that at the end with Steve Buscemi. You, you just want it. You just I want do, your ashes spread in John Goodman's face. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty great. <laughs> but like, if I or like in a Maxwell House coffee can, because that's what they do. Yeah, that's not even like a pretty urn. Just no. I. But I like the idea of my ashes being spread. I don't know where that would be. But burial, I think, is getting a little bit antiquated. My mom doesn't want either. What does she want? She wants. She asked me, and with no irony, no comedy at all, for a Viking funeral <laughs> when she dies. Which so, and you then, know what that is, right? I, I do, but explain it because it, I know it's going out to sea on like on like an ornate canoe or like a boat type thing uh, that we light on fire. So she wants it to be lit on fire. She wants it to be lit on fire and pushed out into the ocean. Did you ask more questions? Did you ask why? I, I, she said it just seems really peaceful and it looks cool. And I said, yeah, that's all well and good. But you know we can't get the zoning permits or whatever you would need to burn a dead body. <laughs> I love to see you. You can't even burn trash in Pennsylvania, let alone a dead human being. 
I love to see you going to City Hall and just be like, hey, where's the form for a Viking funeral? <laughs> and they're like, I'm sorry, what? Excuse me? Vic- yeah, yeah, my mom doesn't want to be cremated or buried like some type of regular Joe. <laughs> she wants to be lit on fire. Like a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> like a king. <laughs> also, what's scarier, you going and asking that question or the person behind the counter going, oh, that's a WX45. Uh, it's right behind you. <laughs> it's right on, that, it's right on that, that counter behind you right there. Viking funeral, Vi- oh, a WX forty five. Yeah, that's a that's a VF uh, two forty two. It's a uh, it's right behind you. It's gonna be right behind the human taxidermy form. <laughs> that's that's where we, uh, you, you you get approved to just stuff your grandfather so that he never misses a holiday, Going even after he's pet. dead. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I actually, I gotta be honest, I think it's pretty badass that your mom asked for that. It is, it's pretty badass. Uh, and she loves that kind of stuff. I love that though. she looks, is your mom like a cool, is she cool? Yeah, my mom's real cool. See, that's, see, most moms are usually, like, my mom's very, like, goody-goody-ish, and she's always, she's very, like, mom, very, like, very, like, suburban mom-ish, and very, you know, very Irish old lady at this point, and, like, you know, she doesn't know what weed smells like, so Still? I like the... Now she might. Yeah. Now she might. I feel like you can't survive now without knowing it. It's such part of the culture. You know. You know what you don't see when people die anymore is a eulogy. Eulogy. I've never. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a eulogy not given by the priest. Well, you see it at the funeral. You see it at the funeral. Oh, by the priest. Yeah, like, the, like I, I've never saw like a, like an, a cousin or a brother really give a eulogy. You see it in movies a lot, but I've never seen one live. When my dad died, we went up and we, I think we did a reading, and then I don't think we did, you're right, because I don't think we did our own thing. I think we just did a reading, okay. meaning like something from the Bible. But like, no, you're kind of right. Because they did a thing at my grandmother's funeral where the, uh, the priest was just like, hey, if anybody wants to come up and tell a quick story or an anecdote, I was like, you couldn't give me a day to prepare for this, dude? I think we do that at the wake. Before the weekends, like last night of the wake, or, or that's what it was. Yeah, it was the wake. I get it all mixed up. Yeah, wakes. You know what wakes are? Wakes same as a viewing, right? Yes, wakes are a viewing. It's at the funeral home. It's where most of the people go. Anybody who's going to go kind of goes there. Yeah, funeral is way more formal, way more personal, way more like immediate family or like or adjacent immediate family, sure. like you know cousins. But, um. Absolutely, I think things have changed as far as wakes go, especially with COVID. People were doing like, like drive-by wakes. It was like drive-by fourth. That's that's right up my alley. <laughs> drive-by elementary school graduations and drive-by wakes. I okay. I, I put this question out today on. Uh, this will be dropping Thursday, so two days ago, I put it out on Twitter, or, or not Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, uh, because me and, you, me and you disagree with this. A poll is if, if you're going to awake slash viewing of somebody that's not like immediate family or not like a close, close friend, and you really only know a person that knows the deceased, well, here's how the long is appropriate to stay? The way you, see you, you phrased that question like that the first time you asked it. I wouldn't go to a funeral of somebody, uh, like, I, I mean, a wake of somebody that, hey, I know somebody that I don't know that died or I barely knew them. I probably wouldn't go. What about like a coworker? The, 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 I'll tell you this much. Okay, somebody you work with every day. A coworker, his dad dies. Yeah, and then so your question was this: um, 
I would I would go to that, and I've done this before. I would go to that wake slash viewing for about twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah, hour, hour minimum for me. Hour minimum. I don't think it's I don't think it's worth me going there unless I'm going to stay for an hour. But what do you do besides go up, offer your condolences? Do the weird kneel thing in front of the corpse. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> and then... Do the, do the, the fake pray for three minutes. Yeah, where, where, where I just count. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're in front of the body going, I got to get eggs. I got to get uh, bread. I got to get... Uh, amen. <laughs> this guy kind of stinks. <laughs> they get bald. Formaldehyde? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give you an example. I live uh, above a older Greek woman. Her... Her husband is the one who rented the apartment to me, this guy Nick, you know, really breaking down stereotypes there. And uh, he was, he had always had breathing issues, but then he went, he got very sick very fast when I first moved in here. And four months into me living in this apartment, he died. And I went to his wake. Um, And I got to be honest, I went and I stayed, I went overboard. I stayed about an hour and a half, I think, or two hours. too long. Yeah. And I'll agree, that's too long for the 20 for minutes would have been fine. No. But I will say this. I think part of the reason I stayed is, <laughs> this is going to sound so selfish considering it's a wig, we're on our phones all the time, right? Yeah. It kind of was a nice, quiet break. It was a nice, solemn event that was like a thing where you're actually being thoughtful about something. I think there's so much. You know how many times I've wanted to get off my phone and read and I don't do it? I'm like, how I should, I'm like, oh, I'd like to sit with a book and be quiet and read. And I don't because my phone is so much more entertaining. This, I was forced into being like, don't get me wrong. I walked around. I said hello to people. People were talking Greek to me. You were forced into being a human being? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. So that's another reason why not just to go and then leave to jump back into like the bullshit. Yeah. So I don't agree with the fact that I'm making somebody's wake about me. No. And my own mental health. But I will say that I went. And I was trying to be as thoughtful as possible when I was there. And I was like thinking about things sitting there because I didn't know anybody. So I was, it, it was the exact situation that you're talking about. And I, I was like, I went too long. But what I realized is I should have stayed for an hour. Because, because I do think that there is a, like a definitive etiquette to funerals. <laughs> I stayed so long, I think they were getting uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, though. That's a possibility. That's sort of like... Like, when it gets to the point where you're taking away from everybody being... People were probably going up to to people at the funeral like, hey, I'm so sorry for your loss. Also, who's the bearded bald guy that's just sitting by himself over there? <laughs> who's the, why is there an Irish tugboat captain here at the, at the wake? It's also one of those things where it'd be funny to get bounced from a wake. They yeah. walk over, the family walks over, they're like, hey, you're going to have to go. Like it's, it's, this, is, this is friends and family. You just moved in four months ago. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, wait a second, you're kicking me out of a wake? How embarrassing. That's the most Irish thing ever to get kicked out of a wake. You know that's happened a lot to Irish guys where they get too drunk at a wake. It must have. Or the party afterwards. Because I feel like back in the day, the wake could have booze at it. But I'll go, I've been to Irish wakes. Uh, and I've told you this. I, I gotta be honest, it depends on nationality. Especially on the East Coast. Like, you go to wakes, Italian wakes... Looks like a scene out of The Godfather. Like you're full on. Everybody's crying, like 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 just sobbing, crying. Yeah. Like there's, there's some old lady in an all black outfit that just like asking for change outside. <laughs> you, said, you said climbing on the casket. Climbing on the casket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> There's meat platters. You know? But like you go to said just dudes hammering charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a good man. <laughs> Slurping on agabagool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so you go to like uh, an Irish wake is notorious for being a kind of fun. It, not, don't get me wrong. It's not some old timey thing where it's at a bar and the body's on the bar like it's the wire or something. <laughs> but like I went, I've, 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 I've killed it at wakes. Like I've been in the back of the room after you've done the housekeeping and you got up and you said your condolences and you, you did your fake praying and you go to the back. I've full on like been telling stories in the back of a wake and like killed, like absolutely killed. Do, do you think people remember that? Um, yeah, I, my cousins did for years. They brought it up to me later on. Donnelly, um, you were on fire <laughs> at, at Uncle Seamus's funeral. <laughs> Um, absolutely. You were lights out. But I will say that, uh, like, I went to, like, this is all wake etiquette, but, like, I, yeah, I've killed it awake, uh, but I think what happens is you're cutting through the tension. So, if you, like, like, if you're at a wedding and you're killing at a wedding, it's like, it makes sense for everybody. Everybody, a lot of people can be funny at a wedding because it's like, hey, we're having a good time, yeah. we're boozing, whatever it is. You're at a wake, you're killing it. It's because, I think what's happening is, they want that levity because it's such a weird, antiquated thing to have a dead body in the room with a bunch of people who are part of civilization. It's kind of weird. Why do we still do it? I think it's strange. Because it's, it's tradition, and, and yeah. I, think some, I think people are parents' age and above, or, or like maybe, I would say it's my, our parents' generation. They're so used to it. I think only now in my generation and yours are people going, no, it's a little bit weird. Let's not do it. Um, a lot of older people, it's their chance to say goodbye. They think it's like comforting and it's it's religious, and they're like, I've I'm used to this, so let's do it. And and in my head, I'm going, yeah, all right, then go for yeah. it, you know. Like, and I or the person wants it, they wanted to, like before they're dead, they're like, I I'm, I grew up with this, I want this to happen. I want everybody to look at my dead body. But I think the Jews had it correct for years. Uh, you bury that body immediately, and you have a little party. Oh, that's what they do? Shiva, that's what Shiva is. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's my, way, way smarter. Yo, my grandfather's buddy, George, made me laugh so hard at a wedding because he... he so my, my grandmother's wedding was not well attended, not because she's like a loser or anything, but it was during <laughs> COVID. That's why I kind of feel bad for her, that she died of COVID times, not from uh, COVID. Because um, I feel like she didn't get the sympathy she deserved. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like, people were like, oh, your grandma passed? Yeah. Was it COVID? And I'm like, nah. They're like, ah, yeah, that shit happens to old people. It's like, <laughs> Why are you hey. just missing her, her regular death? <laughs> yeah, because they, they, they just wanted to be because of COVID. But it was during it, so, like, a lot of people didn't attend. You know, like, we had to wear masks in the funeral home and that type of thing. Well, my grandfather's buddy, George, comes and there's only like five, six people in the room with the body at the time. At the time, and he's talking to my grandfather. Dude just farts <laughs> mid conversation with my grandfather. And my uh, right after he, me and my brother just start losing it. Yeah, right I after. A, oh, is this a funeral or wake? Yeah, wake? right at the wake. Not five feet away from my grandmother's dead body. He couldn't squeeze his butt cheeks together and. Go outside. Let the bubble go back up. <laughs> Burp that fucker out. Like a level. <laughs> That's how you always picture it's happening inside when you're holding in a fart. It's like a level. Like that bubble is. <laughs> and then my grandfather made to rush over to us right after he has this conversation like, hey, you know, that wasn't me. That was George who farted. I didn't fart. 
I was like, no, yeah, dude. Yeah, nobody's claiming a funeral fart. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> nobody's turning around and going, ah, I got to up to that one. That's like, man, farting already is so... We talk about farting a lot on the yeah, show. Yeah, dude, I love farts. Um, it's already such a, you know, room divider, literally. Um, <laughs> but... At a funeral, it's like, ooh, even, even a fart purist is like, dude, come on. Have some respect for the dead. <laughs> well, there's a ton of ways to be rude at a, at a wake and a funeral because I was at my friend's dad's wake, and we have a friend of ours who has like a karate school. He has a karate school, and uh, he, he did this thing. He, all right, hold on. I have a friend, uh, my friend's dad. Sorry, I just had a brain fart. No, um, okay. My friend's dad <laughs> died. More farts. <laughs> my friend's dad had a, uh, a wake, and we're all there, and we all knew each other, and it was like more than an acquaintance. It's like one of my good friends. And our other friend, he owns a karate school, and he showed up to the wake, and then he tells a couple of us a story about how he saved some kid's life at his karate school with the Heimlich maneuver, right? And we're like, all right. And in my head, I'm like, that's a little weird to say that in a freaking wake. And then he proceeds to each one of our friends that would come into the wake as they entered, very awkwardly, immediately tell them, hey, did you hear? I saved some kid's life at my, my karate school. So he's just starting conversations about that. He, yeah, he's full on. Inge- they'll be talking about like, hey, man, I'm so sorry for your loss. And he's like, did you hear? <laughs> He's <laughs> hopping on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead body. Sure, whatever. Did you hear about my? I saved the guy's life. Would you stop crying for two seconds <laughs> so I could tell you the story about how I'm a hero? <laughs> That's what it was like, and we were all like, "Jesus Christ!" I, th- I thought he. I, th- I was hoping that he did it organically, just not very well. Where he's like, "Oh man, that's so sad to hear about your dad." You know who else died? Pat Morita. And he was in The Karate Kid, which I don't know if you knew this. I trained karate. <laughs> and I saved somebody's life. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he gets he has, uh, eight degrees of Kevin Bacon. What's it called? Six degrees of Kevin Six Bacon. But with your dead Kevin dad. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> and just to tell a shitty story. It's like, how did you make this about you, dude? That's, I, I think that might be role number one of funeral etiquette is don't make... The funeral about Don't yourself. make it about you, man. You, you're supposed to be very... It's supposed to be a solemn thing, especially at funerals. I've, I gotta be honest. I've been to a handful of funerals in my life. Wakes, weird stuff happens, like you said, like the thing I just said. But funerals, it's really like... I've never had anything happen at a funeral that was like, that's messed up or that's really funny. Like, it's usually just people are kind of on their best behavior yeah. at a funeral, you know? It, al- a it, church. Always, it always goes pretty... Uh, According to plan, I would think. Yeah. My my uncle gave my grandmother a noogie at her funeral, which is a thing that happened. I'm sorry, what? That was the most disrespectful thing that I saw. See, this is what we're talking about. This is (laughs) funeral etiquette. You cannot... That's what you've went to all these ethnic types of funerals where whether it like Italian, the Irish funeral, the Greek funeral, this is a... White trash funeral. I don't know if you're familiar with those. No, I'm not. That's why we love hearing about it. So no, my my uncle's probably, men. He's he's mentally ill. He's he's not all there. He has his problems, but he must have been like messing with my grandmother's hair in her casket, 
And my aunt was like, yo. Do you think he was messing with it because he was like, oh, I, want, I don't think it looks nice. I want to change it. Or he, or he just was like. He's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a scumbag. Yeah. But he was like doing it. And my aunt was like, hey, don't. Don't do that. Don't, what are you doing? Stop. Stop, stop, stop messing with her hair. Yeah. And then he took that as somebody reprimanding him, <laughs> which I guess, it, I mean, it was reprimanding it was. him, but it's also common sense. Like, dude, cool it. <laughs> and then he proceeded to just shake his hand in her hair like, she was, like he was giving her a noogie. And then my uncle, the husband of the aunt that already said something to him, was like, hey, dude, stop or I'm throwing you out of here. Oh my god! Yeah, my uncle's a pretty big dude. It would have been great if he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. The the dead body like puts the hand up in between the. That would be a hell of a last gag. Yeah, yeah, that's more the issues with your uncle. I wouldn't even call that white trash. I would just call that like. Hey, you're a 15 year old in an old dude's body. He's like a psychopath. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a crazy move to pull. That's a, that's very crazy. That's yeah. That's that's what I mean. Like that's I've never seen anything like that. Like touching the body. I've actually I've probably seen people touch the body or or attempt, but not in that in that kind of way. More like put a hand on it, like whatever it is. I think I I've seen that. Do you think that's why the body still goes at wakes? Because it's this whole thing of like. Oh, we know you. It's like this morbid curiosity of like, you probably want to touch this body because it's right there and you know this person, but don't touch it. You're, are you not supposed to touch it? Have you touched it? Do you touch the body? No, hell no. Would you give him a, a, a wedgie? Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I did. Your uncle gave a nookie, you gave a wedgie. Yeah, he ran interference <laughs> and I didn't get yelled at at all. Just <laughs> pulled her girdle up to her neck. <laughs> By the end of the wake, she's getting a swirly in the toilet. Like, just somebody's like, where's the body? And you and your uncle are like <laughs> that's that's what I want when I die is people to just take my body and do childhood bully moves to it. Well, here's the thing: you just, just yeah. ball tap in my corpse. Yeah, just put you putting a kick me sign on your back. <laughs> Did you? Uh, you were. We said me. I go. I want to be cremated. You're in the same boat, right? Yeah. What's your reasoning? Um, it just seems like it would be the, I'm such a people pleaser. It just seems like the easiest thing for my family (laughs) (laughs) to not have to get a casket. You know what? I wonder if that's part of my mindset Yeah. with cremation where I'm like, don't make a fuss. (laughs) I don't want to make a big deal about me. Just burn me up. You know. Do you have something that goes to about 2000 degrees? Do you have like a incinerator lying Mm. around? Just throw me in there. Yeah. You know, honestly, just toss me in a dumpster. (laughs) Whatever's easiest. Like a cold case. <laughs> toss, me <in> a, <laughs> toss me in a dumpster squirt some gasoline on it should cost you 15 bucks well i think it's also and I, i'm guessing this is going to be the whole podcast that we're talking about this because it's pretty interesting do you think the importance of what happens to a dead body has gone down over the years like do you think people think i think people used to think about like oh man cuz religion was way i think society is way more secular now than it used to be yeah you, maybe not in certain parts of the country but i mean like overall most people you run into are even if they're religious they're traditionally religious that and then they're like socially liberal and they and they they have like oh yeah i know it's kind of this thing i did as a kid and like that's how catholics are at least so i'm wondering 
Do you think the idea of people caring what happens? That's why it's almost like weddings. Weddings got less important too. So people are like, we're doing a destination wedding. We're inviting four of our friends, or like we're just going to city hall and then having a party at the bar or whatever. Like nobody's like, oh my god, you need this huge lavish thing, or oh my god, I need to be in a mausoleum. Which fuck those people, a mausoleum people. It's like you have no self awareness whatsoever. Well, well, my dad's side of the family, all cremation people. Yeah, okay. My mom's side of the family, they're all buried. Yeah, okay, okay. So Really? So it's a whole side of the family that's cremation. Yeah. See, in my family, I think cremation is like few and far between. I don't know if I, I, don't, I couldn't name you somebody that I'm like, oh, I know they got cremated. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma's on my desk. Well, part of her. Yeah. We which, split her up. Which part? I got a leg, I think. <laughs> you want a leg, Henry? Yeah. Well, here's an arm. <laughs> here's a wing. Oh, that's so rock. Now, I think that there's a big etiquette when it comes to how you console people. I, oh, because I, 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 I do a, I do a joke in my in my act about it. It's, it's hilarious. People love it. I won't do the joke on the podcast, Jesus, but it's uh, I, do, I I have always noticed this. I think if you're somebody that's not a talker and you don't have anything super profound to say to somebody that's going through grief, you don't try too hard. You got to stick to the hits. Absolutely. Just like you're like, hey, even hey, Google it. What's your do you do you have a go to? I think I I think I for a while I was you know I haven't been to a funeral in a while or a wake in a while, so I think it was so sorry for your loss. Yeah, that's mine. So sorry for your loss. I think it was getting used a lot, so I think I had to switch it up to not be a funeral hack. Mine on Facebook, like when somebody posts something, I'll write uh, my deepest sympathies. My deepest sympathies. I think that's a nice one. You sound like a Hallmark card. My yeah, deepest that's where sympathies. I got it. Is it? Just saw it in the hard ones? <laughs> no, I think I saw somebody post it once, and I was like, yo, I like that. That's what I'm going with. But you can't start, you can't start to make up your own. You can't start no. to like, or something that you think sounds profound that just sounds kind of dumb. That's where the joke came from. Yeah. I, I heard a dude at a funeral. He messed up. I, I think he messed up. I don't think he meant to say it. It just came out. But I think because he's not religious, but you want to show that you're there for somebody, so you don't say, like, I'm going to keep you in my prayers. I'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. So he said... I'm going to keep you in my thoughts and dreams. <laughs> and he said dreams. And it was like the strangest thing I ever heard. It just sounds like some emo, emo yeah. goth girl from. <laughs> I'm going to keep you in my dreams. Cause you are the girl for me, but you never noticed me in math class. When I sat behind you. <laughs> emo condolences. <laughs> you never turned around. That's that's what I want for my funeral. I want everybody to dress like they're in the cure. I want it to be like a costume party or a theme party. <laughs> what would the theme be? The cure? Well, I, it would have to be gothic. Goth. I want it to be a goth yeah. theme. Mine would be Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, dude. It's come as your favorite character. I'll from show the- up with a Tommy gun. <laughs> so we can have an excuse to wear those old man newsy hats. But that, that would make a funeral way more fun if it was just a theme party. It would be fantastic. <laughs> it would be so much fun. I Yeah, what would be... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, maybe like something like that. Or what other theme would I have? I don't know. It would be mo- some kind of movie themed. Maybe even Goodfellas theme would be great. Oh, that would be fun. Um, every, every, everybody would be just super serious, like, hey, God rest his soul. Or you make it super specific, and you have, you go, okay, you can come as dressed as 
Charles Grodin or Robert De Niro from Midnight Run. It has to be one of those two. And you have a bunch of people just in trench coats and leather jackets around. It'd be so weird. And it wouldn't even look like a theme. It just looked like people just wore the same outfits. What the hell is going on here? Uh, Donnelly loved Midnight Run. <laughs> it was unhealthy. Um, I absolutely think there's the etiquette part of it. And yeah, I think also when you go in there, it's like the switch that turns on. You almost... It happens in church a little bit too. You just become this this switch flips that like um, that you like you're like oh I, I I'll get in trouble if I'm if I'm if I say something wrong in this place if you're too loud <coughs> and too loud exactly yeah yeah I um I I whisper a lot and I get worried that I'm gonna accidentally ask somebody how they're doing hey how's it going yeah oh. My oh, I've I've done that. Uncle just died. Well, I, oh, Not you great. mean the oh, you mean the actual people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go and go. How's tricks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it hanging, big dog? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm good. So, what's new with you? <laughs> I've done it to other people at Wicks. I think you can do that. Yeah. And also, I think if you have that 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 whisper voice that you're saying, is a staple of Wicks. If you if you, I think you could pretty much. I think people are so. Depending on the person who died and how old they were and how much they were loved, people are so in their heads and so distraught, you could pretty much say anything in that whisper voice and people will just be, it will take it as condolences. You think it'll go under the radar? Yeah. Yeah, you could say song lyrics and people will be like, thank you so much for your concern. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that thing up? <laughs> you open go, I like big butts and I cannot lie. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I like big butts and I cannot lie. I, I like just uh, going up and be like, so sorry for your loss. 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> you just whispering conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> You're like, this is the only chance I have to spread my message. <laughs> They're at a crucial time in their psyche. I can get in there with my, my little nuggets. I, but I absolutely, because I think there's like, because I do, and I've said this to you before, and I'm, you know, but I, I do think that there's like a, there's a little bit of, it's not phoniness, it's just you're being polite. But if you're going to awake, like you said, even for somebody that you're like, hey, I worked with this person, or like it's, I'm connected through a friend group and I, I should go, but I barely knew them, you're not really, you're not ready to jump off a bridge. So you acting sad there is for the benefit of the other people. Well, you have to, you have to go there and play a role. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you're playing the part of a of a grieving person. Yeah. You don't you don't go there with wedding energy. No, you don't go there. <laughs> you don't go there with bachelor party energy. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't walk in and go, all right, run step. <laughs> bum, 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 two step. Bum. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> oh, one hop this time. No, you definitely don't go with wedding energy into a funeral. But if you really think about it, like you kind of like, I don't know. I, I think laughing at wakes would not be a bad thing. When my dad, my dad died a while ago. When he died, he honest to goodness wanted my mom to put a because you okay. So you know at wakes, I don't know if this is a known thing. So I guess I don't know if it's like a universal joke, but a lot of times people because they have nothing else to say will say to the family. It looks just like them when they're out of viewing or awake. They're looking at the body. They don't know what to do. It's a dead body in front of them. Yeah. So they're going, oh, my God, they look just like... Because sometimes they're sick, and they're thinking they're going to look all mangled or yeah. something. So they go, 
oh my god, it looks just like them. It and looks, then you're like, it looks, I don't know why. That's yeah. a mannequin <laughs> that you put there. But it's one of those things that you say out of like uncomfortability. My dad, John Donnelly, a hundred percent hated that people did that. So he <laughs> wanted my mom to put a little card on top of his casket that said, "Don't I look like myself?" <laughs> Which he thought was hilarious, but my mom didn't do it because she didn't want people laughing when people walked up to the um, to the casket. But I think it's really funny. Yeah, it's like then, it's like giving them one last bit. And I think you're making it personal is good. I think I think I think the more familiar. I think it used to be so formal, and I think you would hope that there's a lot of funniness in death. Like, but like little things help. Like my dad was buried. My dad was an avid horse uh, race gambler. Yeah. So he was buried with the racing form and in in, <laughs> in in the casket. In, in plastic. My mom put it in plastic. So my dad wasn't in plastic, but the racing form was. Yeah, so it didn't get dirt on it in case he wanted to put wanted in a to bet. Check it out. In case he wanted to hit a <laughs> trifecta. The racing form will last longer than my dad. It's <laughs> in plastic. So, uh, no, I just think that that's why it's like cremation makes it more personal. Cremation, you get cremated and then go, people go, okay, what would, or you choose, hey, do this. Cremate me and then go to this place and have a drink. How I much, like that. How much nicer is that? And then tell a couple stories and then go home and live you, your life. You think it's okay to get lit after a wedding? Absolutely. Or after a funeral? Absolutely. Yeah. And when would it not be okay? It makes That's more true. sense there than a wedding, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. It, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you get, you get too messy and some shit comes out. I think it depends on how many skeletons are What in if the it's closet. a guy that died from cirrhosis? <laughs> Probably not okay yeah. to drink some <laughs> vodka after that. The family's describing like so it just ate up his whole entire body, just like like a vi- just an absolute virus, just like an alien being inside of him. His, his liver was just it wasn't even part of his body anymore. It was just 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 eating everything. That's crazy. It's crazy. Want to get a drink? Yeah. You want a white claw? <laughs> hey, what kind? Of, you're just saying that that real sad in-depth look at how he died from cirrhosis and then somebody takes a beat and's like so do you want a black cherry or a mango white claw <laughs> uh but absolutely i think drinking after but yeah maybe if but it's also yeah maybe after the family's not going to do that if the guy died of some alcoholism related <laughs> illness well, but i think normally any other reason you go to a bar well that, well, that gets me into uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about. We, we're going pretty long on these topics, but this, is, this will be a fun one. It'll be a good fun one. episode. Uh, is drink, drinking holidays. Like, not just drinking events, but, like, the actual holiday. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most overrated drinking holiday of the year? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve? New more Year's s- Eve. More so than St. Patrick's? Yeah, because St. Patrick, maybe because it's... Affinity for the Irish or something, and I'm like I can't go against the idea of St. Patrick's, even though I do think St. Patrick's is overrated and it, it becomes a shit show. But even more so, New Year's Eve does, where people because it's also a thing where it becomes like difficult. Like you you go out for New Year's Eve, St. Patrick's people have kind of realized. Uh, I don't think as many people are out anymore for St. Patrick's. Yeah. I think it's kind of controlled. New Year's Eve is always crazy, always nutty. There's a lot of pressure on what you're going to do, especially when you're younger. I what know. do you do for New Year's Eve? I don't know. Nobody asked me for anything. I don't know what I'm going to do. But like, or it's like, you're like, oh, do I do it? Or you have multiple choices and you're like, oh, do I go here? Do I go here? And you're like, ah, oh, I should have gone here. And if you try to go to a second location 
on New Year's Eve, there's always some insane thing that happens that uh, you can't get a taxi, you get hit by a car, or you Your fall downstairs. Done. Your night's done somehow. Just gross. It's like a, it ends up being. I remember, dude, like New York City and New Year's Eve. You know, I've never been to Times Square on purpose. I don't understand the people that go there. It's got, I think it's gotten less people now because they had to, uh, COVID was a thing. They didn't have it, and then they had it, and it was restricted. But I remember one time I went to a New Year's Eve party, maybe in Brooklyn, like Williamsburg, and it was actually pretty fun. But uh, we were like, all right, it's like, it was like two in the morning, and we're like, let's go just check out Times Square and see what it's like now. Yeah. And I went, and it looked like the apocalypse. <laughs> like it was like, it was like there was like trash everywhere, just packs of dogs roaming the streets, just little fires that had started. It was like a very Mad Maxi. So after. you lived here for so long, you never went there for New Year's Eve? I've never been. Uh, I'll admit some stuff. I've never been to New Year's Eve uh, in Times Square. I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. I've never been to the top of the Empire State Building. I've never been to Governor's Island. You've never lived outside of Long Island and... And Queens and Brooklyn. I've lived in every borough. I've done that. I've technically lived in every borough. Staten Island? Born there. No way. Yeah, sir. And never, never been to New Year's? No, but... At Times Square or the Empire I'm, State. I'm getting old enough now where it's a little bit ridiculous. But when I was younger, I would talk to a lot of people and they like and that, that are from New York, and they're like, "Oh, I've never been there either." Yeah, the Statue of Liberty, I have no interest in. Well, apparently, Governor's Island is nicer, and you get a better view of the Statue of Liberty. If you and you used to be able. Have you to, been to Governor's Island? No, no, that's what you said. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why you're. Apparently, it's better. I, I hear. You know, you'd be a great tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> It's just all stuff you heard. <laughs> My buddy I'm, Eddie was telling me the other day. To, I'm, a, I'm a Zoom tour guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going, hey, guys, I heard about this great place uptown. They have great pizza. Check it out at some point. I've never yeah. been there, but you guys should check it out. Hey. And if you don't oh, feel like is, it, there's a tour on YouTube. Spark Steakhouse where John Gotti got shot. Here's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, but New Year's Eve, 100% for me, is overrated. What about you? I, I, I agree with you. I think New Year's Eve is the most overrated drinking holiday of the year. Yeah. Now, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your, what do you think is the best drinking holiday? Uh, it's, uh, I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to say, f- I'm going to say 4th of July. 4th of July? 4th of July. Even though it's a day, I, you know this about me, I'm not a big day drinking guy, but thinking about your question, 4th of July, I think is the most fun because there's barbecue involved. Um, I don't know why it, it, it's, there's a lot of hope going on. <laughs> I uh, I love I love the uh, colored napkins, racist. and like the the red. Racist. Well, like the red, white, and blue napkins. Racist. Colored. Yeah. Yeah. The co- <laughs> you can't. Oh, you can't. You can't say colored. Not anymore. even when it comes to napkins. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I I like I like the I like the um I like the decorations, but it's my number two drinking holiday. Your number one. Yeah, my my definitive top three is three is Memorial Day. I love the American ones. Two is. Fourth of July and number one is Halloween. Yeah, Halloween is, I think is also is similar to me. I don't like Halloween. I don't like Halloween in general because you like dressing up, correct? Yeah, I, like, I do not. Oh. I don't partake in Halloween. What? I'm probably gonna have to this year because my girlfriend's son wants me to be. I think he said I have to be a frog. No, it's like something Marvel. It's like Loki or something or like something like that. Loki. Loki from Thor's brother. Yeah, not I know, even I know Thor. It is. He's like, you're gonna be Thor's brother. <laughs> he's a villain. You're a villain. Well, he's both. He's both. So he's gonna be Thor then? 
No, I think he's just picking names at random. Oh, okay. He's five. Anyway. He's like, you're going to be Loki and I'm going to be Snoopy. Not even related. I think he did say that at once. He's like, you're going to be Spider-Man and I'll be Mario. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that, that's a little good to do. But Halloween also, I have a, <laughs> I have a story about trying to get a taxi on Halloween and I couldn't get a taxi. That's another night where it's like a shit show. If you leave after, when everybody's leaving, you're screwed to get back to Queens or Brooklyn. Yeah. It's one of those nights you're like, I wish I lived in Manhattan. Especially when you're there partying. And I'm, I'm like, at the end of my rope, I've tried to get like 15 taxis. And so I see some, uh, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a, we call them gypsy cabs back in the day. This is like a mm. while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gypsy cabs. Gypsy cabs, which was like a black town car that you could just flag. The guy would just, it was it's like a, a Jay-Z, Jay-Z song. Does he talk about it? Gypsy cabs. Yeah. But they don't really have them anymore because Uber took over and all that. But they do some places. You go to, if you go to like, end up going to like Yonkers, I'm sure they're still at the train station. Yeah. Anyway, this guy's driving by, and I go, oh, oh, I try to flag him down. He goes, where are you going? I go, I'm going back to Brooklyn. And he goes, no, 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 too far, too far. And I go, fuck you, because I was like drunk. And I was like, and he goes, and then he turns around, and he goes, before he leaves, from out of, out of his window, as he's driving away, he goes, fuck you, you fat fuck. <laughs> 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 and I wasn't, I didn't even, I couldn't even yell back. I just lowered my head. I'm like, that was hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> You're just you walking know, like, back to Brooklyn. It's, yeah, exactly. Sad and fat. Yeah, I better burn the calories and just walk back. <laughs> yeah, you're like, on second thought, I'll walk. It was the perfect thing he could have said. Like, he just <laughs> shut me down. I wouldn't, I've never had that level of confidence to that level of insecurity so quickly. Fuck you, fat fuck is <laughs> mean, dude. <laughs> it's super mean. I... But, I love dressing. I dressed up this past year. Who were you? I was Polly Walnuts from Sopranos. <laughs> I had the uh, I had the wings and I wore a tracksuit. <laughs> I feel like I gotta be honest. Hey you, Tom, you probably should have been. You're more of a Bobby Bacala. That's rude. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> Steve Sharippa, man. I I was one year I was I'm kidding uh, I'm kidding one year know. I was Fred Flintstone because a friend told me that I look like him you do look like Fred Flintstone. I got a Fred Flintstone like vibe Flintstone. like a, like Fred Flintstone the college years <laughs> young professional Fred Flintstone yeah Frederick Flint- Flintstone you're a little bit more professional than Fred Flintstone yeah Frederick Flintstone that's yes you absolutely do have a a Fred but like but not you know it, you, but that's not a bad thing. I, you no, know, Fred Flintstone was guy. hot, dude. Yeah, he's also isn't he based off of uh, Jackie Gleason? I wouldn't mind pe- people telling me I look like Jackie Gleason. Yeah, people no. tell me I look like George Carlin. Now. That's who you get. What people tell you you look like George Carlin? George Carlin now. Yeah, it used to be. Who else did you get? And one time I got Michael Moore from behind. <laughs> Somebody that was the lowest day of my life. Style? No, like walking uh, away. Oh, of course it goes to fucking for you. It's got to be dicks involved. In uh, I, you know, you know what I got the other day. I didn't mean, yeah, from behind is a phrase used, <laughs> but that's what I thought of, right? What'd you get the other day? You should have said somebody saw the back of my head and said I look like Michael Moore. You said somebody said I look like Michael Moore from behind. Yeah, you're right. From behind sounds weird. It sounds sexual. Somebody said to me the other day. I'm sure you, after a show they go, "Sure, you get this a lot." Bam Margera. What? Never in my life. Also, I think he like. Looks real strung out and bloated right now. <laughs> it's like, thanks, dude. But they're probably, well, in all fairness, they're probably not thinking of that Bam Margera because he's kind of out of the public eye. But I still don't think I look like him at all. You don't look like him. No. I think, we, we already said in another podcast who you, who you do look like a good amount. 
Who? The gay dude from Mean Girls. Oh, man. And I, I'm trying to think who else you look like. I've heard, so here's all the ones that I've heard. When I was a little younger, I used to hear Leonardo DiCaprio. Somebody said my voice sounds like his. Was that a blind person? And then my brother said, yeah. I, I've said <laughs> multiple times, I think you're a good looking dude, man. I do. I think oh, you're a handsome you. guy. But DiCaprio, you, I, somebody I, don't know, s- I don't know how much you paid them to turn around and say that to you in public. Somebody said in front of my brother was like, oh, he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. My brother was like, yeah, in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when those kind of jokes were acceptable. Uh, 2019. Um, but I've gotten the fat guy from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yes. You do yeah. look like that guy. Yeah. I've gotten uh, Fat Vince Vaughn. Uh, I've gotten when I was when I, Michael Madsen. You know, Norman told me I look like Mike. He's like, they ever tell you you look like Michael Madsen? I can see that way more than DiCaprio and way more than uh, Bam Margera. And I was like, I was like, I hope you're talking about Reservoir Dogs and not him in Kill Bill. <laughs> just, just fat on a uh, outside a trailer. It's mostly he, the trailer. <laughs> he looks swollen, dude. Poor Michael Madsen. Uh, I think that's, that's, all, that's all I can really remember. I, I would get, when he was a bigger, I don't know how what he does now, but Donald Loge I would get all the time. Do you know who that is? Donald Loge. Was he in? Uh, he's in Blade, and he's in. Um, oh, yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, I would get that. He was in. Um, Dow of Steve, which is like an indie movie from like 20 years ago. He was in a sick Grounded for Life. Yes, that okay. I was trying to think of Grounded for Life. Yeah. I just never watched the show. Donald Loge. Yeah, I would get that a lot. That's good. And when I was younger, and I was skinnier and better, I used to get Chris O'Donnell when I was younger, like way younger. I really did multiple you times. Wish, I swear to God, I did. I look way different now. I'm very old. I look way different now. <laughs> I'm very old. I got way different. I look way different now than I did when I was a kid. I used to get. Also, I almost was. Um, cast as young Tom Cruise in Born on the Fourth of July. Oh, really? Well, I figured that. As the story goes, this is true. They were they were doing a casting call. They filmed a lot of it in in Long Island. That's where he's from, Ron Kovacs or whatever. Ron Kovacs is that his name? And they had like an open call. My sister wanted to go to play the daughter or whatever, whoever the young girl is in it. Yeah. So I went, and then apparently the story my family tells me is Oliver Stone wanted me to be seen for the young Tom Cruise thing. No way. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. You wanted me to be seen for it. Doesn't mean that, hey, you're young. T- and also, you see what they do with those movies. I'm not saying I'm young Tom Cruise. Next time I host a show for you, you know what credit you're getting, dude. <laughs> you know him as the baby and born on the 4th of July. Please, put your hands together <laughs> for Sean Donnelly. <laughs> but but the, the story goes that I was... I didn't want to be there, and I said, no, I don't want to do it, and I turned it down. Oh, wow. You got Hollywood on them. I got real Hollywood. She started crying. I go, I'm, I won't call you. You call me. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, no, no. Don't call me. I'll call you. That's what I said. What's the saying? Don't call us. We'll call you. That, that's what don't it is. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah, it's an old saying. But absolutely, that did happen. But not by any means do I think I look like Tom Cruise or did when I was a you kid. You look like Tom, baby Tom Cruise. Have you ever seen Tom Cruise's baby picture? Spot on. <laughs> he had the beard oh, and everything. Beard, dude. blue eyes, and arm tattoos. This is what we're gonna do. There's this baby on the internet that looks like it's balding and has like an old timey Irish outfit on. And has like reddish ginger hair, and it's just making this face. And it looks like it's gonna like a bartender at an old timey bar. 
I've been tagged and sent that picture 30 times. And they said, this is you as a baby. <laughs> uh, and we'll, what we'll do is we'll share it on the... Uh, yeah, let's we'll share it on, on social media when it, when it, so, so you guys funny. see it. You might, some of you might know what it is. He's in like this, like t- I think it's like a tan outfit. He's, he's like definitely a ginger baby. Like he has like the reddish hair. Very cute, but very like looks like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> so any 50-year-old man, that's what I look like. Well, uh, well, let's close this damn thing out with our jerk of the week. Let's do it. And jerk that- of the week is none other than Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. And here's the thing, not even political. It's like. Here's the thing, man. Taking the politics out of it, before we say why he's jerk of the week this week, talk about a fall from grace for this guy. And I don't mean whatever your whatever side you're on politically doesn't matter. He took down the mob. Like this, you like this guy has pretty much become a goofball. Even if you just base it on him being in Borat, it's like you went from a guy who was like the 9/11 mayor, the 9/11 mayor, the guy mayor on 9/11, to a guy who like was trying to like I don't know, make out with some teenager on a goofy fake parody movie. It's like, it's like even that alone, besides your politics, is, is goofy. And the reason he's Jerk of the Week this week? I saw an article, and I'm not sure if you saw this one, where it said, they're, they're doing the investigation about the insurrection, and Rudy Giuliani advised Trump to declare that he won the election and to stop the voting before, like, half the votes were even counted. And... Giuliani was hammer drunk when he did that. Thing. He said he was inebriated, which I think translates to hammer wouldn't drunk. It be, wouldn't it be great if they said hammered in the article? Yeah. Dude was shit-faced. <laughs> so he calls his bro, and he's like, dude, don't say you lost, bro. You're a fucking winner. Your money, baby. Do you realize how much faith, uh, no, no faith I would have in my government if basically... Like those situations were just bar conversation. He's like, "No, you won. You won. You're the best, Trump. You're the you're the best. You're great, man. You're great. You won. What are you talking about? Don't listen to them." Like, yeah, <laughs> Trump. He reacted like Trump just got re- rejected by some woman at a bar. He's like, "Nah, nah. She likes you. She likes you, dude. Biden's a bitch, bro. <laughs> he didn't beat you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah." Also, she's a lesbian anyways. <laughs> We've known since the beginning. She went she turns you down, bro. Look at you. Oh, it's not even a matter of like it's like whatever you think happened. It's like hey, let's all agree we don't take the advice of our drunk friends. That's yeah, not, right? That's not what's that's not nobody's in their, in their right mindset to be giving sound legal advice at that point. Do do you subscribe to this theory? And this is something I, I should have put as a poll today is did you ever hear somebody say, drunk words are sober thoughts? Yes. And I don't agree with it. No. No. It's a lie. I, I think I used, to, I used to think, maybe that's true because I've had a lot of like, uh, honest thoughts when I was drunk and maybe said some stupid shit, and then, but maybe I meant it. And then I realized over time, no, no way. No. No, because the next day, how many times do you regret something you did or said the next day? All the time, even right. stuff that I don't remember. No, what that is, is somebody who's either an asshole or a drunk trying to excuse the fact and qualify that they're like, hey, that's why I'm doing it, so I can be as, hey, I got to speak my truth. Or, <laughs> I got to speak my drunk truth, or, or, truth or, to power. Or that's them doubling down, <laughs> you know, the next day. They're like, yeah, that was the truth. That's what I meant. You know what you call that? You call, uh, when you're speaking like that, they call it truth to powers. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I, will you make drunk plans that you are pissed that you made the next day? 
oh, I <laughs> recently, I did this thing. This is kind of funny. I didn't realize. I'm pissed I did it. I kind of know I did it. Uh, I agreed to see an apartment. I have no plan of, on moving. <laughs> and I think I was having a drunk conversation, and I said, I got I to move. I was in the lounge. I got I to move back out of here. I got I to gotta do it. And then somebody's like, well, my friends are trying to rent their house in Seaford. Would you want to do that? I'm like, yes, 100%. She's like, okay, I'll set up a call with you guys tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, great, yes, 100%. I got it. And they showed me a picture. I go, perfect, I'm in. <laughs> I just agreed. I just agreed. And then the next day come, and they go, hey, here's their number. Give them a call. They said 3 p.m. today, and they'll talk to you about the apartment. <laughs> Did you go? No. I mean, call? Yeah. No, I wrote back, and I go, hey, you know what? I realized I, I, I can't do this now. What I, I, I was honest. Did I you just, say you realized you were just drunk last night? No, I didn't say that. So you weren't honest. I wasn't honest. <laughs> but they full on, she full on was like, oh, yeah. She took me at my word when I was, like, loaded. I love if that's how they got you to end up buying the house. You're like, ah, I'm not good. She's like, well, maybe why don't I come out for a drink and we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> while why she, you can't do this. Yeah, she gets you drunk, then you go take the walk through. Or they're outside the bar while she's doing it with the papers. <laughs> and she's and, and then she's going, would you be interested? And they're like, yeah. He's like, hey, we got the lease right here. Hey, yeah. uh, Michelle, Tom, come on in. And they come in. They're like, sign right here. And I'm like, you got it. Right? And yeah. then I just have two apartments. Some people get so drunk that they throw up in bushes. <laughs> you get so drunk that you just rent a new apartment in Long Island. <laughs> You get a second home for one person. One time, one time, I got uh, I got blacked out drunk, and I was driving. I shouldn't have been. This was before I learned my lesson. And I wake up the next morning, and I go out to my car, and in I might have told the story on here, but I don't give a shit. Glad you're listening again. Oh God, that was aggressive. Uh, is in the passenger seat was my side mirror, uh, windshield wiper fluid that I had been needing to get for. Weeks upon weeks, a uh, two liter of Mountain Dew, which I don't really drink, and a candy bar, which is all sitting in the front seat. So, in a blackout drunken state, I was responsible. I was like, yo, I need windshield wiper fluid. <laughs> but also, was so drunk that I knocked off my side mirror. You, <laughs> you run drunk errands? Yeah. Like, like you got to do your taxes. Like, hey, I, I know I'm going to drink this bottle of whiskey later and then go <laughs> over to the H&R blog. Oh, man, I'm going to be so hungover because I got I to gotta get some stuff dry cleaned tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it, my friend. We, we had a good it. one. That was a good one. An absolute good one. Uh, this has been a pleasure. Guys, do us a favor, right, Ray? Subscribe to the podcast. Yes, very important. Subscribe, rate, and review with the podcast on, on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. That's Stitcher. That's Google Play. Spotify. We're on all of it. Spotify, whatever it is. But besides that, we've been putting uh, content on the TikTok, which is? Brand New Jerks Pod. Brand New Jerks Pod. And also, we are on YouTube. Give us a search on YouTube, Brand New Jerks. We put clips up there. We put shorts. It's very, very important. It Coming Monday. Coming Monday. Monday. New YouTube exclusive uh, series uh, called? First Worst Street. You want to explain what it is, right? From the Brand New Jerks. Uh, it is uh, first episode. The guest is... We got Sean Donnelly talking. Second episode, it'll be me, and then we'll start be uh, we'll start bringing some of our uh, com- comedian friends into the rotation. But it's just we talk about three specific jokes: uh, our first joke, the worst joke we've ever told on stage, and then our favorite street jokes or one of our favorite street jokes. Yeah, uh, short episodes. Check them out. 
Uh, we we had fun doing it. Uh, when we had a blast. It, it so. was it, it's such a blast. So that's only going to be on YouTube. Uh, make sure you check out the YouTube page to check out th- those episodes. And guys, if you if you want to chime in, if you have uh, your jerk store moment, if you have a jerk dash off, we want to do. We couldn't do one this week, but but we, we we're still doing this section. Uh, if you have anything that you want to uh, weigh in on the, with the podcast, uh, send us an email at uh, brandnewjerks at gmail dot com, or you could you know comment. DM us uh, at Ray B. Killing. I'm at Shawnee Time on Instagram. We're everywhere. Follow us. Join us. Keep laughing with us. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks. Thanks.